Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to a bonus episode of the 1871 podcast. No Dylan with us tonight, but I'm absolutely delighted to say that we've got Royals new signing, Terrell Thomas, with us. So, Terrell, thank you for joining us, and especially... As I know, you've just arrived home in crew after a bit of an arduous journey back from Reading, haven't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Poxy trains. Yeah, delay. Uh, you miss your connection, yeah, you? yeah, but look, thanks, uh, thanks for sparing some time for us on on the podcast. And um, you're you're still actually essentially commuting from crew to Reading, aren't you? Because you because you basically still live there, but you're uh, yeah. Obviously, my my main base is still in crew at the moment, but. Um, just organised some accommodation in Reading for the next yeah. for, the, for the end of the season. So uh, yeah, more yeah. more time than I'll be in Reading. All right, and and just uh, obviously we you played for I think you played a couple of games for the under twenty threes during a trial. But how did how did that um, that trial come about? And then when you know when the trial went well, why what was it that made you sort of decide to to come to Reading? Well, it came about due to unforeseen circumstances happening at crew, um, which led to me leaving. So, are you allowed to elaborate, or are you uh, there? I'm elaborating because <laughs> used like to, to think about the whole situation. I'm still confused with how I was dealt with do you understand yeah so yeah yeah, like I was enjoying my time there Uh, I was putting the work in that I felt I was doing and obviously the results weren't going well regardless of what team was playing but I still felt in myself that my individual performances were to a good standard and that's how this Reading trial came about because of my, because of the performances that I put in, and my agent did say that Reading have watched a few games and they like you and some of the recruitment people. So 
it just came about that I could, I left a crew with mutual consent and I was allowed to, obviously I was free agent so I could come in on trial. Yeah. That's about. Yeah. So, uh, obviously when one door shuts, another door opens, that's how you look at it. So now it's just about, yeah, me getting into the, into the side and the, the trial phase, the, the, yeah, the trial phase was, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the group, um, even playing games with the, the younger boys. Obviously I know Hunty from when I was at Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end of the playing career. And, um, yeah, I enjoyed the games. Um, I think I think the game against uh, Burnley was their first win in like ages. I didn't realize, but yeah, it's good to get a win and play well and get offered uh, a contract by Reading, which I knew I was going to take all day. All right, nice one. So a fresh start for you, and and obviously Reading have have just come off the back of of two good results, and you got a gap to Barnsley to the relegation zone and playing away at Barnsley on Saturday. What's the mood like with the with the players this week after those two results and coming up to this big game on Saturday? What's the mood like? You can tell you can tell the mood change instantly. So, for example, when I came, um, I'm not sure the first game. I think it might have been. I remember the first game from when I was here, like from the beginning of my trial phase. Um, there was obviously the results weren't great. So you could tell the mood was a bit, people were coming in a bit gloomy and stuff like that. But after a couple of good results, everyone starts feeling better. Everyone's coming in more um, excited for training and stuff like that. The morale of the team is much higher and you can see that right now. Everyone's feeling good. Everyone's um, confident and everyone believes in the team. So it's like, that's a good thing to have. Momentum's key in football. So uh, yeah, if we can just carry that on onto Saturday, then it's... Yeah, it's, 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 it's just the main thing that you need. Uh, and, and talk a bit about your mindset in terms of trying to get into the starting lineup. And, you know, I've got to ask a question. What are your chances of starting against Barnsley? Um, in football terms, probably when a team wins, the manager probably doesn't want to change it too much. So, And on the, off the back of a clean sheet as well. So it's not really... I, couldn't, I can't see us changing anything at the back, but the board, like, the players are good as well. So it's going to be tough. Everyone pushes each other. And so it's just about doing what I can in training and when the opportunity comes, I can take it. But presumably your, your, your mindset, I'm guessing, is that you want to do whatever you can to give yourself the best chance possible. Is that is that how you're thinking? Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's a thing where any player that's not playing is going to be thinking that. Do you understand? So even if you're a, you've got 300 games under your belt or you've got 10 games under your belt, you still should have the mindset of I need to do whatever I can possible to, to play. So the player, regardless of someone coming in a little later in the season or someone who's been there a couple of years, the mind is still it's the mindset's still the same. And, and Johnny, do you want to? You got a question from a from a fan perspective? Yeah, I just as first I'll say welcome to the club. We're Thank so you. lucky to have you with us, really are, and I wish you the best of luck, mate. Go go great for the rest of the season. But as you know, as, as a fan, I'd love to 
to know more about you as a player and who was your kind of idol growing up? Who who you play or base your game on if you were kind of relating to another player? And what's it uh, like alongside Michael Morrison, Scott Dan, you know, these guys that have been playing for a long time? I don't... I was asked this question earlier today when I was doing um, an interview for the radio and I don't really look at one player and think, yeah, I want to base my game around him. Because I'll be honest, when I was younger, I didn't really watch defenders and be like, yeah, okay. I want to be a defender. Did you, what but, did you want to be when you when you started? Did you have... Um, I, I only went to centre-back when I was like 17, 18. So, the t- sorry. The time, everything before that was... Uh, I was in centre midfield. So that sort of carried with me to me to be able to be like a ball player and centre back. But um, yeah. when I look at even now, I look at defenders. I just try and pick bits of each player that is that I think is a top quality that they have. So when I was growing up, I'd look at John Terry and think, "Oh, he reads the game so well." Uh, Rio Ferdinand, he's so calm and composed yeah. at the back and. Then you look at someone like Maldini, he's so aggressive and he's such a gladiator. Yeah. That's the game as a player, you understand? So, and then now you've got the top ones, you've got Van Dyke, Sergio Ramos, all of those. So you, I look at them and I take bits out. I think, oh, I like how he plays, I like the stuff that he does. So how does he do this? Or he good on the ball. How does he allow himself to get good time space and find the right passes? Or this guy's good at heading. How does he... Leap, yeah. uh, understand? So that's yeah, that's. Yeah. that's... Uh, and uh, you're a big, big lover of the game, as as in a watcher. Do you you yeah. study a lot of game? Yeah, I love watching football. I love watching football and seeing uh, good teams play well. You understand? So I like entertainment. So entertainment yeah. for me would not just be like loads of goals. I love to see the art of the game being performed. Yeah. So, and, um, and Terrell, are you going to reveal uh, your colours, who, who you support? <laughs> or is that a tricky one to answer? Uh, no, no, it's fine. Like, growing up, I was a... I know it's a... It's, I learned today that it's a bit of a sour subject for Reading, but I was... I grew up as an Arsenal fan. And then I, today I learned that Reading have never got a result against Arsenal ever. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I even remember back to the 80s. Johnny, probably you remember this game. Um, third round of the FA Cup. Three yeah. defeat, Trevor Senior, and then obviously the semi-final a few years back. But The 7-5. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's not. But it's I, not a I good think, time I for us. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be okay. Arsenal's not, not too bad. It, if, if you're playing for Spurs and you said you supported Arsenal, you might be in trouble, but I think you're all right. <laughs> so look, well, um, Spurs' talisman is... Uh, ex-Arsenal fan so anyone can do it yeah that's fair enough and Michael Thomas obviously you know joined Liverpool didn't he after that game yeah. in nine and all that sort of thing so are you already eight games to go are you already thinking ahead a bit and, and kind of hoping you know you do well and, and you get into the, the team and um, and then are you thinking sort of hopefully I can prove myself and, and, and stay on with Reading or you're just focused on the on the short term until the end of the season? There's going to be a bit of that. No, there's not one person who doesn't think about their future. So, but 
at the time being, you just do everything you can day to day to make those goals, you achieve those goals. So doing your gym work and training well and keeping fit. So you're just keeping sharp. So when your time comes or when your opportunity comes, like you, you're ready. That's the main thing, even as a sub, like people are in and out of the teams. You don't play for a couple of games and you lose that match fitness, but it's up to you as a professional to keep that match fitness. And so when you're called upon, you can slot back into the team. How have you found the other lads? Did you know any of the running players? With uh, obviously, I knew Josh Laron from when uh, I was at Wigan. He was at Wigan with me for just a short period. Yeah. But I, we used to play against each other when we was younger. At, um, uh, like a scholarship. So 16 to 18, he was at Brentford and I was at Charlton. And we used to play against each other, so we know each other's face. But other than that, the only one is maybe obviously Morrow. Because when I was at when I was a young boy at Charlton, he was playing. Yeah, was playing for them. So yeah, and, and they're looking after you well, though. Good. It's a good group of boys. Like everyone, everyone understands what, what what we're going through, and everyone's pulling their weight. So. Yeah, I can't see any any. I can't say any negative things about the group as a whole. Brilliant. And, and Terrell, I've got one last question. We're going to let you because you haven't had anything to eat yet, so we're going to let yeah. you get off and, and have something to eat. But um, j- just before I ask the final question, obviously, do, do want to point out. I think you started your career at Arsenal, didn't you? So being an Arsenal yeah. fan is is, is fair yeah. enough as well, isn't it? So my final question to you really is: What has, has Paul Lynch said to you so far? about what he expects of you for the remainder of this season? Um, I wouldn't say we've had a conversation of what he expects of me. Because as a manager, you just you just want all your players to work as hard as they can. That's the that's that's the, the that that's the easiest thing to do. You understand? Anybody can work hard. Some people might not have much talent as each other, but work rate isn't uh it's not a thing that some people can and can't do do you understand so just from talks throughout my trial phase and before I signed obviously he told me little things about my game um things that I'm good at things that I think he um he can help me with and help me work on so it's more of those things more like learning and do you understand it's not really a thing of ah oh, this is what I expect from you because it's not really the manager's job to tell you what he expects of you. He's he, he's got he's he trusts in you to do everything day to day to make sure you're at the highest level possible for yourself. Well, Terrell, yeah. I, I expect you're you're getting a bit a bit hungry now, so we we are going to let you go. Um, we've got a short break coming up, but before that, just want to say thanks ever so much for for joining us after that arduous journey up to up to crew thank you so and, much and, and we we both we both wish you uh, and i'm sure dylan would say the same if he's here we you know we all wish you you know well for the rest of the season um okay. you know i would love to see you getting getting the team and, and doing well but you know i hope it goes really well for you and thanks for joining us yeah no no i do enjoy this i really enjoy it. i've done it with a few with when i was at wimbledon um this is a very fan in, in a fan club 
I would come on the podcast uh, quite a bit. I can't remember the name of the podcast at the moment. But yeah, no, I, I enjoy this. I enjoy talking to fans and seeing you guys asking questions. So yeah. It means the world. You'll, you'll, get, you'll get another invitation, that's for sure. <laughs> Whether you accept or not, we'll have to wait. <laughs> but you'll definitely, yeah. get, you'll definitely get another invitation. Well, go, go off and have something to eat. Really appreciate you joining us. And yeah, as we said, you know, best of luck for the, for the remaining Thank you for games. Take right, care. Guys. Thanks, Dorian. See ya. So, as I said, we're going to take a, a quick break now. Um, but after that, we'll come back. We'll be talking about the, the current Reading team and uh, a few other bits and pieces. So join us after this break. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So, Johnny, um, it's only four weeks on Saturday until the last game of the season. Can you believe that? And brilliant to speak to to Rel there. And uh, he seems to have got his head screwed on. And um, I think he's also realistic. I wanted to, you know, everyone kind of wants to know what he's thinking about getting in the team. I think he's realistic. He's just obviously going to try as hard as he can. And if the opportunity comes, he wants to be ready to take it, which is, a, I think, a, a good and sensible attitude. But, you know, as I said, four weeks, really, eight games to go. So let, let's have a look at what the running looks like. So Saturday is Barnsley away. Tuesday, Stoke at home. Saturday, 9th of April, Cardiff at home. Friday the 15th, Sheffield United away. Monday the 18th, Swansea at home. Saturday the 23rd, Hull away. And I can see you trying to work out how many points. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get. And then last game of the season, Saturday 30th of April, uh, West Brom at home. So five points ahead of Barnsley as things stand. You know, as I said earlier, coming off the back of two good results. We, we've got to feel positive that, that Reading are staying up, haven't we now? Oh, you, like yeah, I think you know we're, we're in the. As I think when Mertz was on, you know we're in. It's in our hands, isn't it? You know, at the end of the day, we're not trying to catch up with another team. We've got a, a gap, and it's ours to to lose or win. And I, in my head, we were talking to you, sort of guys going, "Oh yeah," but it doesn't work, does it? Does it? We go on paper, we right. look at whatever. I, I would say if we get three wins and a draw out of those eight then you'd be going, yeah, we're fine. That's in my logical head. You know, I think as, a, as the way the form goes, that would be 10 points on top of 5.15 points. Something like yeah. that would be, I would think, I, enough. I, th- I think you're right, though. I, for me, it's not about points. It is, I mean, I know it's a cliche, but it is about the next, it's just about the next game. And obviously, being that it's Barnsley, um, I, I don't think, I get the impression from, what I've seen from the way they've been playing under Paul Ince, they're not going there for a draw, are they? They're, they're definitely going to go there and do whatever they can to win the game. And then obviously, you know, if, if game management's needed, fair enough. But they're, they're going there, team are going there to win, aren't they? Surely. Yeah, I think, you know, you've seen it. And I was at the Bournemouth game the other week. And, you know, I'm sorry, the, the most recent game, like 
we seem to be much more solid. The, the keeper that's coming, you know, no no offense to Luke because Luke's a good keeper. It'll, it'll you know it grow as he gets older. He's keeper now. He's you know he's solid. Um, you know, we've seemed to you know we're not letting goals, clean sheet. Yeah. And we, you know, we the Bournemouth game we deserved to win, and we came, you know, from an early letting in a goal. You know, we came back and played well. So for an away game like Barnsley, you think, yeah, we, you know, we have got nothing to fear anymore. I don't yeah. think, you know, we can go. Oh, we're going to be the same old Reading mentality we had maybe a month ago, six weeks yeah. ago. Uh, and I just mentioned there we got we got two international goalkeepers because um, obviously you know Norway uh, for. Uh, uh, I'm still not quite sure how to pronounce his name. Nyland, Nyland, Nyland. For Norway, you know, they kept a clean sheet. Um, and then, uh, you know, Northern Ireland International, we've got now um, coming at half time, I think. So, you know, that that's, I think that just, that probably did give him some confidence. So if he's called upon, you know, he's now an international goalkeeper, but we, we've got to talk about, um, the injury situation. Um, Andy Rinomota, you know, looks like definitely out for the season, and and probably Yakumite as well, both with injuries. So, do, do you think, Johnny, that Rinomota has, has already played his last game for Reading? I, I'd hope not. When I, you know, in, in the most positive aspects for a Reading fan, you know, you want him to stay. All the things that go on behind the scenes, we don't know, do we? We just don't know. But look. He's he's a class act when he's been fit. I think he makes a difference to the team. Yaku, you know, he's come back from injury far earlier than we thought, and he's picked up a, a knock, which happens in football. Um, has he has he set the world on fire? No, but it's just great to see him back on the pitch. He's one of those players that I love as a fan. I'm sure you do. Yeah, you know, you see him gives everything, uh, you know, to the team when he's there, even if he's not scoring. Um, you know, and, he, and he's. He's been through a lot with the club as well. So I'll tell you one positive um, that we haven't. You know, I don't want to put the kiss of death on it, but we haven't met, mentioned um, Zhao in in that uh, in that respect. <laughs> obviously, him, you know, him coming back, um, and then obviously Paul Ince coming in. Suddenly, it, it, it kind of all changed, didn't it? And I know there was a, a few uh, d- defeats um, when when Paul Ince first came in, but. But Zhao coming back, I mean, it could make could make the difference. Um, but let, let's talk about the situation, which I know, you know, well, most of the fans are talking about it, aren't they? The, the situation with players coming to the end of their contracts. So if you include um, the Norwegian goalkeeper, whose name I can't pronounce, and uh, Terrell Thomas, um, I think it's actually something like 18 players out of contract at the end of the season, including John Swift. I think we're all resigned to, to him leaving in the summer, aren't we? Yeah, look, I mean, you can't blame. Let's be honest. Like he's a, you know, he's a good player. He, he's above our level now. You know, if he wants to be better for himself as a professional, he'd be playing sort of a mid Premier League side, I guess. You know, I'm not an expert, but you know, somewhere where he deserves to play. You know, because he's got the ability. It's always been his injuries that's held him back, and you know, that this season's proved what he's like. Well, you look at Elise, what he's doing, and they're all raving about him at Crystal Palace, aren't they? But yeah. right, two two players to mention: Liam Moore and George Puskas. They're both out on loan, but they're still Reading players. So uh, Moore's on contract until twenty twenty three, and, and Puskas until twenty twenty four. I think. I think that's yeah. right. 
Um, do you think they've played their last games for Reading or, or could they come back into the fold? Yeah, you, you, uh, like managers change, isn't it? It's so hard. Like under one manager, a player gets frozen out and then, you know, it doesn't work for them. Maybe the Liam Moore thing's more of an owner thing. You know, the, the, the bizarre statement that came out on the website about being stripped of captaincy. Is that a manager thing? Who knows? We don't know. We never will know the full ins and outs of it. Liam Moore as a person seems a decent guy. You know, wish him all the best either way. Probably financially for the club, he needs to go because his wages are huge. Um, you know, Puskas, again, I, I don't think we've ever played really the way that suits him until I think him and Jarrell played one game together this season. You know, he, he, he's played a few good games last. But maybe he needs to move on for himself as well. Sometimes players and clubs don't fit, do they? It just doesn't seem to work as much yeah, as Yeah, and then they'll go, they'll go somewhere else and all of a sudden do really well. I mean, Trevor Cena is a really good example. Scored loads of goals for Reading, went away, didn't yeah. work, came back, scored loads of goals again. And and I know, yeah. apologies to the young younger listeners, we keep <laughs> talking about Trevor Cena, but hero worship status and, and all that. So anyway, um, look, this is going to take a while, but here's a list of the players who are out of contract in the summer. And by the way, I'm going to get Oyan Nyland on so we can get him to say how to pronounce his name. But anyway, so he's the first one. So obviously he's come in, signed to the end of the season. And then uh, quite a few defenders, uh, Michael Morrison, Andy Yeardom, Tom Holmes, Scott Dan, Baba Raman on loan from Chelsea, Terrell Thomas, uh, as we know, signed until the end of the season. Now, the midfield situation, uh, listen to this. Andy Rinomoto, we've already mentioned. John Swift, we think he's going to move on. Felipe Aruna, I know he's not kind of been a first-team regular, but nevertheless, he, he is on that list. Um, Josh Laron, Ovia Jaria, Junior Hoylet, Alan Halilovic, Femi Aziz. Uh, a, a, again, not, not a name that... Uh, you know, jumps straight out as a as a key player at this stage. But um, Tom Deli Bashiro on loan from Watford, Danny Drinkwater on loan from Chelsea, and I know I, I don't even know if I'd say divides opinion, but uh, there has been a lot of negativity towards them, hasn't there? Especially coming from yeah. Chelsea on loan. But so they're you know long list of midfielders, and then the forwards. We don't. I don't know too much about Mark McNulty. He's on loan at Dundee United. Yeah. I don't. I don't really know. You know how well he's getting on up there, or right, he's gone. Um, I mean, he's not. He's he's trying to compete with like Zhao and Mite. Obviously, who's injured, but uh, and then of course Paul Ince. You have to talk about him in in those terms. He's still only interim manager. What are the chances of of him still being manager next season? Do you think? Do you, would you like him? to be manager? Does it depend on how it goes at the end of the season? What are your thoughts? I think it's like somebody was saying that I read online there today, like, you know, maybe that, you know, we will sign players when we get securities in regarding which league we're in. You know, if we stay up, will players sign new contracts then? Are people hedging their bets? I, I don't know. I've never been a football agent. Paul Ince, again, you know, he's got a point to prove. I think Martin was saying, Martin Allen was saying that, you know, the night that, you know, he, he rates him. Um, like I don't think you know was it beggars can't be choosers at the minute the way the club is I think anyone that comes in and makes a difference that that we can work with on what we've got which is regarding you know the, the squad I, I think Scott Downs signed for another year I, I, I've got I've heard that yeah. one 
Well, he's, um, not, he's, not out, think, he's, he's not on that list, is he? He's not out of contract in, in this. Yeah, and, and so we've got a few, like Tom McIntyre. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, sorry, that, that's my mistake. I think he has signed, hasn't he? Yeah, um, and I think El Jara's got another year as well. I could be wrong. Yeah, he's, so... So, that, so we've got, I think, nine. Is it nine first team so, professionals? So that was the list, but there's a there's a couple. I think you I think you're right. I think it is Scott Dan and Ajari, isn't it? Who's, yeah, and like you know, yeah. I'd love to see Junior sign on for another year. Halevich, I, I getting injured again. He's going to be playing at the World Cup, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, and yeah. again, but like we've just seen, you know, the injuries. Year Dom again is someone that I, you know, if we could sign Morrison, if we could sign. Obviously, we need a left back. Dylan Kerr. Where you, Dylan Kerr could probably do a job for us if he's not in South Africa at the time. Yeah, yeah. he's mentioned that. He's mentioned once or twice he's in South Africa. I think hasn't he? But I think it. It like you know we go back to the days of you know the whole jigsaw of a club and director you know having recruitment under Nicky Hammond. You know we used to be able to pick players for positions that suited. Now it seems to be it's almost like whoever we can get. Because we need someone. Squad, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think with Paul Ince, here's, here's my personal view. And, I, you know, I don't have any inside information on this, but mm. this is just my, my personal view. And thanks, by the way, for for correcting me on that on that out of contract list. Um, I, I do remember that uh, we had a couple of players um, extended, but, um, yeah, that seemed to have slipped my memory on that list. But that's, that's, why, right. that's why you're on the show, Johnny. So thanks for <laughs> thanks Sorry, for mate. digging me out of that one. Um, so Paul, it's here's my thoughts. I think um, with the results the way they were, the idea is you know bring someone in, get us to the end of the season, keep us in the division, and then we'll decide what to do from there. So I think it's mm-hmm. this word in, that you hear a lot in project in, in football projects. So I think yeah. Paul has got a project get to the end of the season, keep us up and then regroup and start again. Obviously a lot of, probably a lot of players are going to be leaving. Um, it's going to be a, a new look side next year. But look, even um, Graham Murty's gone on record again this week. Um, although, as we know, he told us first, didn't he? That he, he, would, <laughs> like, he would like the job um, if it, if the opportunity came up. He, I heard him say that he's slightly concerned that it would need to be the right opportunity and he'd need to give it some thought because he doesn't want to damage the, the legacy. And his wife said, shut up, that's a silly thing to say. So I don't know. I think, he, you know, I think, what, what about him and Dylan Kerr as assistant manager? Who knows? But anyway. I mean, you've, got, you've got Hunty on the, you know, under Spain three. Like, I think, Neil, you know, Neil Warnock, a, a, lot of, a lot of people, you know, wanted Neil Warnock to, to come in. I mean, I guess he's still a possibility at the end of the season. But nobody was talking about Paul Lynch, so you might get someone that comes out of the blue. You know, let just a, a, a random name. Let's throw in like someone like Nuno Espirito Santos, or you, we, it might be another Paul Lynch situation where we get to the end of the season, someone's announced, and no one was expecting it. So I think we kind of, in a way, expect the unexpected. Yeah, uh, well, no one expected you upstand, did they? When back in the, yeah. you know, a few years ago. No yeah. one expected Ryan McDermott. No one expected, and good, you know we've had some good and bad ones. It's been the, the Reading FC lottery, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and um, obviously the the club is is in a in a lot of debt, as a, a, a lot of clubs are. It's not not that uncommon. Um, I think it is 
Um, I think I saw somewhere it, it is sort of quite high on on the debt list in in the division. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we talked about the out of contract players. What state do you think the club will be in? Um, you know, in the summer stroke at the start of next season. What what are you kind of thinking, or is it a case of no idea? Uh, do you know? I think we you know surviving to get stay in the championship is going to be a bonus. That's going to be huge. Next season, I think I think most running fans, I think it's going to be worse because no one knows exactly what to expect with the financial implications. But then, like to me, signing the young lad that we spoke to tonight that's hungry and wants to play for the club, give me 12 of those, 15 of those, that, you know, about players that are just there for the money. Do you know, like people that are hungry... We used to have a yeah. Reading Way. Do you remember that one, Mark? Reading, Reading Way. Way. And we, we've talked. We've talked about this, and, and Dylan. Uh, Dylan talks about it quite a lot. When when he came into that side, and you know Shaka Hislop and, and people like that, they, there was a, a group of of uh, new players. You know, and it happens a lot. Like a group of new players will come in at the same time. Might be three or four players. Sometimes it can be more, and and sometimes you just need it to to click. And and I think. The start of, you know, go back to the start of last season. It seems like ages ago, but it's not all that long ago. <laughs> you know, we're thinking, oh, they're going to run away, win the league. And then it's yeah. kind of all gone wrong this season. Um, but look, we, we, I mean, we, we don't know, do we? That's the honest answer. We haven't got any kind of inside in, information. Um, we tried to get some, we tried to get an exclusive from Terrell. Um, but... Uh, Obviously, you know, he, he's not going to spill the beans to us, is he? But no, um, no. but there you go. Well, listen, we're going to end on a positive because we've got some exciting news. The 1871 podcast is at number 42 on the Apple chart for British soccer podcasts. And I know it's football, but it's under the category of soccer. We're at number 42. There's some big name. We're, we're in the big league on that chart. <laughs> so that's good. That's brilliant. And we've got listeners in 25 countries now, including USA, Australia, New Zealand, Thailand, Singapore, India, Israel, United Arab Emirates and Antigua and Barbuda. So hello to you if you're listening in any of those countries and whoever it is who's listening in Antigua and Barbuda, you're welcome to invite us. We'll, we'll come over and, and, and see you, especially... <laughs> especially because Dylan keeps telling us how warm it is this time of year in South Africa. So also uh, we had Terrell on a new signing for, for Reading and we got an announcement to make because we've also got a new signing for the 1871 podcast, Jacob Hawley, who's going to be helping us with our social media. And that also means we're getting a new TikTok account. I'm glad Jacob's going to be doing it because I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, um, if I would know what to do with that. So, you know, welcome on board to, to Jacob. He's already been covering Reading. He's done some work with uh, River Radio. So welcome on board to him. And hopefully, like. hopefully Jacob, um, he'll be coming on as a guest in the next couple of weeks. Um, so look, that, that's it for this episode. What You know, great to get Terrell on. And and, and I think we're, we're all feeling a bit more confident now and what he was saying, I, I think. You know, get get a draw or a win at Barnsley, and then just like Terrell was saying, just all, all the all we want really as fans is just for the players to to give their all for the for the team. And and look, um, 
there's three days to go until the big game at Barnsley now. And, and a reminder that um, talking about uh, that team that Dylan played in and Shaka, we've got another episode tomorrow evening, our second bonus episode of the week and our third episode. And, and you said we had Martin Allen on the other day. It was actually yesterday, but all the days blur into one, don't they? So, so it's Martin Allen, obviously Terrell. We've got Stuart Lovell tomorrow. And yes, we will be asking him about the penalty in 1995 at the playoff final. He's not getting away with that one, but we'll ask him about some other stuff as well. And, and, and the two goals be Wolves in the last few minutes. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> obviously. But um, as we done. But uh, he, he's not. We're not going to let him get away without speaking about that, of course. So look, thank, thanks, Jolly. Um, shame thanks, Dylan, Dylan couldn't, couldn't join us, but you know we're lucky to, to have a. A current manager on so often, yeah. um, and and as you as you might know, because uh, he's mentioned it a couple of times, he's in South Africa, manager of Morocco Swallows, which is the oldest oldest club in South Africa. So, look, um, as I as I often do, um, just want to say thanks thanks for listening, especially to our listener in Antigua and Barbuda. Hello to you, especially, uh, you know, trying to get that invite over there. But uh, <laughs> there you go. Let's see. Um, so thanks a lot, Johnny. Great to have you. Yeah, with thanks. Us. thanks to Terrell, and um, just going to finish off as I often do with uh, uh, by wishing you um, good night. Take care, and uh, three days to go. Come on, you ours. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.